Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Welcome to Preston Super Show. I am your host, Preston Olson, and we are live Sunday, December 12th, 2021. I haven't been really political on the podcast lately. We've been covering different things, covering different issues, but we're definitely taking the show in a different direction this week. Um, There's just a lot happening uh, that needs to be discussed. So the first thing I wanted to discuss today uh, was the tsunami recap from last night. Now, this is obviously not political at all, and this is kind of something light to start the show off with. But uh, every Saturday since I can remember, tsunami's done a show on the weekends. Comes on at midnight Eastern time, and basically they just play anime, you know, about eight episodes seven episodes something like that different animes and give you a taste for that because normally like in american cartoons it's a lot different from anime the dialogue is different the story is different because in anime there's there's actually a story that they stick to like the plot is a real plot to stick to and in cartoons, it's just all over the place. It's just slapstick comedy to make you laugh. Little something over here, little something over there. And, and you know what I mean? It all comes together before you know it shows over. Like with an anime, there's a little bit more. There's a story to be attached to. There's something you, there's characters to get behind. There's characters to not like. There's all of that going on. When in a cartoon, it's really just like, we're, we just want to laugh. Like American cartoon, classical cartoon just there to make you laugh just there to give you that good feeling when an animation kind of sets different moods gives you different feelings different vibrations coming off of uh toonami so like this weekend was pretty good toonami but there was a little bit of chaos and like there's two good twitter handles that keep up with toonami um toonami news is one of them um And they let us know that we were basically supposed to see the series uh, finale of Yashime. And they really botched that. And instead of running the season finale, they re-aired an old episode. So you got three episodes and the third one was supposed to be the season finale. And you didn't get it. So that was a little bit disappointing last night, I have to say. Like... The people over at uh, Cartoon Network, like, you got one job, bro. Toonami, can we just get this right? Like, can we just get this right? What is so difficult about playing the right show 
And it was too late. Like, it was too late after they started it. They couldn't stop the show and restart it because it would throw the whole timeline off. So it was a little bit of a disaster on that. And because um, Ayashime is quietly becoming one of my uh, favorite animes. It's pretty good. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, it's definitely got deep uh, Inuasha undertones in that show. Like, you get a sense that you're still in that Inuasha world in, that, in uh, Yashime. But really, where the tsunami started off was with uh, Blade Runner, uh, Black Lotus. And, you know, that show's just good. It's just not great. Um, I, I, that's just one thing about this show they're trying out. <clears throat> and, like, I get it. It's a newer show. So, like, it's not always going to be what you want. But for last night you got a good taste of Black Lotus because it was a good episode and that kind of leads you into the next one when they put out the next one next week. And that one should be pretty good. Uh, we should have a real good idea of what, they, uh, what they're having for us there. So we have... Give you the whole lineup of what the shows were last night. So we had December 11th lineup. You had Blade Runner Black Lotus. Uh, Yashime, Princess Half Demon. It's good. They give you three episodes of that. They botched the season finale. Then they give you Naruto Shippuden. They give you an episode of that. That's a good 30 minutes. Um, plus, you know, with commercials mixed into, right? But Naruto Shippuden uh, has had, like, one of those epic runs on TV. Like, it's an older cartoon. But it went from like 2007 to 2017 in Japan. And it was just nice. Um, let's see. Adult Swim. Uh, and Adult Swim's Toonami picked up Shippuden. Because uh, from Disney XD. Um way back uh, so they've been holding on to this one for a while you know a lot of people think of Naruto just kind of the, like innocent kid just learning learning the way of the warrior nothing you know bad here you know but this is like after uh after all of the training, like after all of the little stuff is out of the way, then this show kind of takes off. And like when he comes like in the beginning of this show, like they didn't show this that episode last night. But in the beginning of this show, um, they do a really good job of in in this Naruto Shippuden. They do a really good job of fucking laying everything out for everybody like it's not hard to follow along in this show specifically. Like if you like ninjas, this is the anime for you because this is like as close to a ninja demon, uh, fast pace plot thickening anime. You can get like, it has all of that in there. Um, 
And this is the best Naruto. Like, I call this Naruto the good Naruto. A lot of people know the other Naruto. Um, now, more recently, Boruto. Um, which is good. Boruto rocks. They were playing that for a while on Toonami. But lately, they've switched it up, which is good. But uh, I do like Boruto a lot. And Naruto Shippuden is really good. This was uh, the episode they played last night. Let me tell you the episode they actually played. Um... Because that one last night was a good one. A lot of fucking fighting in that one. Uh, fucking Naruto gets his shoulder dislocated in a fight, and like gets a like someone like some type of healer puts it back together, and he's able to like finish the fight and win. And um, like then like the the ending leaves you with the cliffhanger ending that everybody hates, but. Loki loves, you know what I mean? Like, Loki, everybody likes the cliffhanger ending. Unless it was, like, Cloverfield or something. And it was just like, okay, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, we don't even know what is going is going to happen now, right? Because in that Cloverfield movie, they really did it to us. So the other Twitter handle was Toonami Squad. At Toonami Squad. So you got at Toonami News and at Toonami Squad. And at Preston's Day Off, myself. Why not? Follow us all. So, I actually saved one of these tweets here. Um, that kind of showed what was coming on Toonami. And then also told you the episode. Um, so, again, we started with Blade Runner Black Lotus. Persistence of Memory. Was a good episode. Um... The next episode looks good, too. Like I said, it's a good show. It's just not a great show yet. It's just, you know, I'm not going to be too critical of it because it's new. Yashahime, The Stolen Seal. Then they played two more episodes of Yashahime. The Three Princesses Strike Back. And Sesho Homaru's Daughter, which they botched that one. Uh, They didn't play that uh they re-aired episode 21 so that got boxed but that's okay because yashahime um the princess have demon uh is one of those shows that a lot of people have kind of overlooked and i'm really surprised um because it's still in its like entirety, it's still new to to the anime community and the tsunami community too. Um, it's the sequel to Inuasha, and uh, Shashamaru uh, and Ren's daughter Toa is separated from her twin sister Setsana and gets stranded in the modern era where she is adopted into her aunt Kagame Hagirushu's family, raised by her younger brother Soto and his wife Mo. Um, so, um, when I talk about those undertones of like Inuasha in this uh, show, Yashahime, before I move on, Mora, uh, the 14 year old daughter and only child of Inuasha, um, is. One of the main characters in this show, who you'll like. Um, I've come to like in this show because, um, you know, she is uh, 
three quarters human, quarter demon, uh, bounty, bounty hunter. And she's known as more of the demon killer who slays demons, sells their parts to other demon slayers. Uh, so they can make weapons and armor out of them. So, you know, she knows very little of her parents. That's another part of the story. Like another wrinkle in the fold there. So, very good, very good uh, anime. It's really grew on me from the first time I've, I caught it on Toonami. Um, and then since then, I've, I've, I've been, you know, a big fan of it. It's been good. Now, um... Fina, the pirate princess, which is a good anime, actually. Actually, that one um, has not gotten uh, a lot of play. Um, it's not really talked about much. Uh, back in August 14, 2021, it premiered on Toonami. Um, and it's... Uh, a newer uh, anime on there, um, but also uh, let's see when did it actually like start in Japan? Uh, it began airing in Japan on October second, twenty twenty one. So Toonami got it before it even debuted in uh, Japan, which is pretty cool. That's another reason to watch Toonami. Uh, this is you'll be really surprised like in naruto there's a lot of characters in this fina pirate princess kind of follows that theme with a lot of characters yashihime there's three main characters so it's really easy to follow along with i think that's why i like it so much but then you get to fina the pirate princess not hard to follow along um with any of these but this is very easy to follow along but there's a lot of characters uh, Fina, she's the positive, cheerful one, the bubbly one. She's very pale. She's got the, you know, the silver hair. Uh, is how they've designed her character. And she is the star of this show. Now, also, Yuki Maru, who's kind of this, like, char- like this dark character, but not, you don't get an evil feeling from him. You just get that kind of quiet darkness from him introvert you know um he's he's the bodyguard of fina's family and he's very protective of her um shaitan karen inju kaid makaba subaki salman and Otto. those are going to be your main players in this show um there's a lot of fighting in this show. Uh, the episode they played was pretty cool. Um, tell you what the name of the episode was. But they're basically like, I think it was really good. Like, look, like in hindsight, this was a really good tsunami because there's always that old debate about ninjas and pirates and which one's better and which one would you rather be. But like, you got the best of both worlds in this. Toonami, because you got Naruto Shippuden. It's like the best ninja anime. One of the best. Let's not go, let's not get crazy, but 
And then you get Fina, the Pirate Princess. This is one of the better pirate animes. I know One Piece is there and stuff, but it is one of the better ones. Um, and it's dubbed well. So the name of this episode that they played, uh, just so if you, you know, I know a lot of people that are big anime heads, you know, they'll ha- they'll go and look and they'll watch that episode. So I want to make sure I give it out to you. But I was I was happy with this episode because um, it came on at a right time where I wasn't too tired yet. I was getting tired, but I wasn't too tired yet, so I could pay attention to it. Uh, so they played Fina the Pirate Princess, and this episode was Coordinates. And that's a good name for the episode because they are looking for the coordinates. Um, and, and they're trying to locate something in this... Uh, episode like a place where the treasure is gonna be type of deal so like you'll get you'll be following along to that point and then you kind of see them like take shape what i like about the show is like you see you're seeing it all like take shape like the, the crew take shape and that's really cool um i don't think that's like given enough credit because like some people can't do it with the main character being a girl that doesn't bother me at all. I don't look at it that way. But I know a lot of people can't deal with it. Or maybe the voice throws them off or something. But in this anime, this one's really complete. Um, you're getting some humor, action. Um, not necessarily always mixed together. Um, and it's a newer anime out too. So you're, you're kind of being on top of something. Um. But this episode's good. Like, they get to the dig site in the abandoned temple. Um, O'Malley and their own pirate crew are following behind them. Uh, Fina's getting the visions. Um, and then they end up finding the altar uh, that fits the clear stone. And it really becomes about the temple and, like, understanding the temple why they're there what they're doing there what's the purpose and it kind of sets you up uh for the next episode so that's a really good episode coordinates is that one and then uh let's see we go on from fina uh, fina pirate princess to dr stone stone wars beginning and dr stone was like one of those animes that when it came out it looked super good and then like I remember seeing the first episode and I was really impressed uh, when they first when they dropped the first episode I remember seeing the next two and uh, it's it's really had I feel like when it initially came out it didn't get the attention it deserved and now we're like everybody's kind of coming around to it slowly um Senku Ishigame is the main character he's like the mad scientist loves astronomy loves space um when he wakes up in the stone world he's trying to like save humanity um and and discovering the cure um and then you have about four characters here him and three others that kind of make 
this show what it is. Uh, Taijai Oku, that's his uh, best friend. Um, the, he calls him, you know, Musclehead and all these different names. Uh, Yuzura Ogawa, that's his love intri- interest. Um, you know, she's a complete, you know, fox to him. And, and he just, you know, he can't get it, get her out of his head. Um, and uh, then... Susaka, Shashio, and he kind of is like grown, but has a lot of animosity towards adults. Like he definitely does not like adults. Um and he kind of just wants to bring back only the young people. So there's a little bit of a twist in the show. Like as the show goes on, that's kind of uh what you're expecting to see like him kind of throwing stones at the main character to kind of knock him off his his beaten path you know so that kind of is one of those shows that has a good plot and it really really thickens um but dr stone stone wars um this episode let me highlight something from this episode for you because I really liked this episode and I was able to pay attention to it. So like Dr. St- uh, Dr. Stone basically um, Sinku <clears throat> has made it his goal, you know, to bring back uh, the human race and return the people who returned to statues in the beginning. Um, now we know Susaka is kind of standing in his way, raising up an army with his family Um so as the snow kind of is melting, spring's coming. Uh, Senku and his allies and his allies uh, in the Ishigami village, they finish these preparations for their attack on Susaka Empire. Um, he reunites with some old friends, gains some new allies. You may not see coming if you you know paid attention to the show. Um, but this episode right here was a really good one and stone wars like really good episode and they go quick man it's only 24 minute run you know commercials and everything you know obviously make it to to 30 minutes 24 minute run there so this is a really good one it premiered back in winter so uh we're at the right time for dr stone we're back in winter so uh you could you could still be on top of this show here you know what i mean so then we had Dragon Ball Super, and they um, gave us a great episode. Uh, let me tell you what that one was. Round out the show here. Dragon Ball Super, an unexpectedly uphill battle. Which really was, and that is at the point of the night. I was pretty tired. Getting ready for, getting ready to knock out. And I did my best to fight through it, to try to watch this episode because it was a good episode but it was just like too much I was overwhelmed with tiredness but an unexpectedly uphill battle and it was exactly that like the titles in anime really give away the episode honestly um there's uh an episode 36 in Dragon Ball Super an unexpected desperate battle, Vegeta's furious explosion. 
and I didn't have really anything bad to say about like this episode specifically because it was just kind of hard to find something bad to say about it. I just liked the fighting scenes. I liked the flow of the episode. You didn't really have time to kind of for everything to kind of soak in. Like it all just happened. You were just there and it all happened. Uh they're fighting um as Ma- uh Vegeta Mag- starts a heat wave. Um Vegeta destroys the barrier. Uh they're battling it out. Um and it just gets off the chain crazy in this fight. Um and that is one of those Dragon Ball Super episodes that I really love, man. Like that was a really good one that you know, growing up I've seen all every single Dragon Ball growing up. So it was like it's one of those things where you look back on Dragon Ball and then you see like Dragon Ball Super and just kind of how everything came together. You're very happy with it because you're like, you know what? I remember those very well. Um, it was, you know, Dragon Ball Super, the direct sequel to Dragon Ball Z. Um, 131 episodes in Super. And uh, they started rerunning it on Toonami back in July of 2020. Um, so I don't know how long they'll really be running it. I know once in a while they'll throw on Dragon Ball Super. Um, it's just kind of that classic anime and then uh, we'll, we're going to talk about uh, next week's lineup, December 18th. Uh, because I won't do like a preview show, I'll just be recapping Toonami because I really enjoy Toonami. And I've enjoyed it lately, so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it and share it with everybody. So, December 18th, this coming weekend, they're uh, premiering a new show, uh, The Animatrix, from 12.30 Eastern Time to 2.45 a.m. So it's going to take up a big block. Um, and then it, it, this is a little bit different of Toonami, okay? So we start off with Blade Runner Black Lotus. New show. I'm real cool with that because, you know, I want to see how it plays out. I'm, I'm ready to watch the whole show through, you know. Uh, but new show to Toonami. So Blade Runner Black Lotus, that's going to start off at, at midnight uh, Eastern time. Then we go to the Animatrix. Uh, it's a brand new show. Uh, check it out be there you know 11:30 central time then after that because that's going to run until 11:30 to 1:45 central so 1:45 central time samurai and shotgun part 1 and 2 come on um that is going to run for like 15 minutes or something like that and it's a Rick and Morty uh, anime themed uh, episode. Then you get Rick and Morty, the great uh, Yokai, Battle of Akarabab. And then you get Rick and Morty, Summer meets the God, Rick meets Evil. Then to finish out, Toonami, you get Dragon Ball Super. So this is going to be really interesting how the Toonami fan base kind of perceives this uh this this show lineup because it you're getting two new shows and then uh four rick and morty short films so it's gonna be an interesting lineup Uh, i'm I'm excited for it though because that blade runner i want to catch 
Uh, the Animatrix looks really cool, and we know the new Matrix movie is on its way, right? So this is a good way to get warmed up for that. Um, and then the Samurai Shotgun Part 1 and 2. I'm a Rick and Morty fan, like, quietly. It's not, like, one of my favorite shows of all time. Wow. It's just a good show. It's funny. They have, you know, it grew on me. And I've even talked to other people that didn't like Rick and Morty. Some of my friends. And as they watched the show, it grew on them, too. So I think that's the kind of feeling Rick and Morty has. But now you put it in an anime setting. Um, this is going to be intense. Like, this is going to be pretty cool so i'm excited because this is going to take it to another level i'm real excited for uh how toonami uh pans this one out like how this all pans out on toonami is going to be really interesting to see so there you have it folks toonami recap from december 11th 2021 just yesterday last night into this morning uh, i was glad to jump on the podcast today share those things with you i have a lot of content coming out uh, we got the Deep Space Nine podcast getting ready to drop, talking about all things Trek. We're probably going to go Deep Space Nine, jump into Discovery, and then we'll decide. Like, I, I've thought it through that far. So we'll stop right there. I've thought it through that far. So we'll go from Deep Space Nine to jump to Discovery. So I'm going to talk about Deep Space Nine, uh, some things I like about it, what uh, shows can learn from Deep Space Nine today, um, and also... Uh, be ready for smoke after dark this upcoming week uh i'm gonna have an episode ready for you it's gonna be really good with the paranormal report number two um trying to think of what else i got for you always visit oddmanout.ninja that's where you can keep up with everything i do as far as writing podcast uh music everything um so make sure you go there subscribe uh to the site subscribe to the show um don't miss uh the podcast when it releases uh, ladies and gentlemen it has been an honor. It has been a privilege to be here with you today. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll be breaking down some things, uh, some current events of the week, um, and kind of just starting off the week right, getting a good flow for the week. So stay tuned. Stay informed. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everybody.